it's another episode of the Femme Noir Files. Hello, ladies. How are you all doing? Blessed and highly favored. The other, the other one is over there eating. I'm hungry. Shug? Oh, oh my god. I'm Shug, here. You don't have anything to say? I'm, all I'm right. hungry. Well, continue eating, child. Oh, okay. Just eat. Back one okay. mute. Very good. Next. Oh, God. Lord. That's the Michelle so of the group. Shug? <laughs> Why are you so petty, Jesus? Why? <laughs> So, KB, while Suge is finishing up her meal, what is the drink of the day? Well, what I'm sipping on tonight is strawberries and cream. Um, I prefer it on ice, and it's made by a particular company. It's already ready. You don't have to do anything. You just pour and enjoy. So, raise your glasses. We do not drink this in wine glasses, so you'll see I have our um, big girl glasses uh, raise your glasses and go ahead and sip with me. Cheers. 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 <laughs> so, so what are we talking about today? What's happening in the news today? Like what's happening around the world? Sugar, I think you had some pretty interesting stories that you brought to us as we prep yeah. for this week. I was just like. Now, do we want this show to stay on the air or do we want yeah. to possibly? Okay, so I guess I need to clean that. So, okay. Transgender. Just because some people may not know. So you may just want to say transgender women and just provide a definition because everyone may not know what that uh, means. Uh, well, truth don't, be told, listen, I, listen, Linda, I, you cannot make assumptions. I am no, I'm not. I'm saying that, but I don't know what that means. So that's why I just said transgenders. So oh, I so I know. So basically, you know, yeah. L. Wait, pause. You know, L knows. Go right. So you, I would feel more comfortable if you explained yeah, it because I don't want to tell. I don't want to tell. I don't want to give false information. So a transgender, transgendered woman, from my understanding, is. Someone is a woman who was born a man and has decided to live her life as a woman, a la Laverne Cox and um, Mock. Janet Janet Mock, yes. Yes. Absolutely fabulous. Yes, those are two transgendered women. Gotcha. So wait, wait, the article also talked about like cis. We are cisgender women. So we're cisgender women. No, I I use context clues and figure that part out. I just want to pull out another definition. Go ahead. So we, so we, uh, the three of us are cisgender women because we were born females with female parts. We were born with these pussies. And we're heterosexuals. Right. Well, I don't think it has to do with our sexuality, it has to deal with how we were born. Like our gender assigned at birth. We was born with these pussies. Really? Is that what we doing? I can't. Should <laughs> go ahead with the article. Amy's <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. So hey, you can't tell me that she wasn't funny. <laughs> so yes, I, I can. I don't understand um, you know, the other sororities of the Divine Nine stance on it, but um I do I think I think the Deltas have updated their application to where it asks now if you're a natural born female. I think somebody told me that. Yeah. It doesn't 
it, I don't know if it says a natural born female. It says, do you identify as female? Oh. And if you identify as female, like if you check yes, then you can continue with the with application. The okay. But right, with the application process. But if you check no, then that's it for, for your application being considered. Okay. So I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it because I feel like I have conflicting I have conflicting feelings about it. Like I and I know this is controversial and it's like I don't I respect people who feel like you know they were born the wrong gender. I feel like you have the right to live your life however you want to live your life. Mm-hmm. But however I just have, oh, I just, I don't know. Cause I'm like, okay, you're trying to join this sorority, but you were born a male. Like, and I know this is probably ignorant, but what if you decide that you don't want to continue with that process and you decide to stay a male? So now are you a male in a, a sorority? Like, how does that, how does that work? I'm with you on that. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, I Elle. Feel like that you, also you, goes, Elle, like, you have the you have the sugar yes. you have the sugar internet this this episode, right? <laughs> like do I? you do. Okay, you're back. Go. I don't know why it's a, okay. My apologies. So my thinking is like not just with sororities, right? Also, like Spellman has a similar policy that they adopted a few years ago where students who identified as or who were transgendered women were able to apply and be admitted into Spelman. And I actually think their first transgendered student graduated a few years ago. And if I'm not, not mistaken, I think Morehouse adopted a, a policy recently they did, where yeah. yes, they did. transgendered men could apply and be admitted. And I think for us as African-American conservative, then mainstream, so I think that also goes into thinking with certain things as well. But I'm kind of with you, Shug, where I personally feel that if you have male body parts, you are a man. That's just sort of my thinking. And kind of like you, like, is your, and also to take it a step further, yes, you're living your life as a woman, but have you, do you have plans to have reconstructive surgery? Do you plan on completing the process to completely change your gender? So that's sort of, it's, I I personally just feel like it's a very touchy subject. Mm -hmm. Agreed. If you will. KB, what are your thoughts? KB. Hmm. So, um, I mean, I guess I understand that they feel like they are in, you know, born in the wrong body. I also just don't think that God made mistakes. So that's just my own thinking, right? I think that when mm-hmm. any of these organizations in the Divide Nine were created, they, of course, did not figure that something like this would happen down the line. Nobody could, right? Um, I'm okay. Like these are private organizations. 
I'm okay with them putting guidelines in based off of their beliefs. I think that people get a bad rap if you believe a certain thing, then it's like, we're going to come and get you and we're going to take you off of air. We're going to make you look bad. Like people get to have a belief, just like you have a belief that you want to live your life this way, or you feel like you should be living your life this way. Those people have a belief to say, this is how I want my organization to be run. So I don't think that Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated should be chastised or made to feel bad because they put language into their their writing, just like Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated putting language into their application saying if you if you identify as a as a as a female, then you may proceed with this application. I think that each of these organizations get an opportunity to shape the mindset of what they think maybe their founders would want or even what they believe currently. Not to say that Zeta won't change their mind down the line. Uh, Morehouse, like you guys were saying, has that clause, and they're actually, I think, the freshman class this this upcoming fall 2019, I think it is. They'll be admitting their first round um, of transgender men. And as long as they continue to identify, and I think that was something you guys brought up, and what if they decide to change or go back, uh, then they would have to lead a campus. So I'm assuming that's how a lot of folks will do. But I don't think that we should crucify Zeta Phi Beta for doing what they're doing. If that's how they want to run their organization, um, I think that they're private. I don't think that they get any kind of public funding. You get to run your organization how you want to run it. And that's just what I feel like. I think I hate this, I'm going to make you feel bad and make you change your mind and all of this stuff. Let them people do what they want to do. If that's how they want their stuff to go, let it go. So I'll say it that way. I'm still always confused by all of the terminology. Um, I do think I agree with you completely should. People should live the way that they feel like they want to live and what's in their hearts and what makes them feel good. Because what I hate is the stories of people who kill themselves because they don't, they don't feel like they, they feel like they're living a lie or whatever's happening with them. Like, those are stories I do hate. So if it drives you to be depressed and, you know, all these other issues, then, hey, I want, I want you to have a fulfilled life, whatever that looks like. But I'm going to just say that I, I am a little concerned about walking in the restroom and seeing somebody who I know is probably not a cis woman in the, in the restroom with myself and my daughter. Like, I'm, I'm going to say that. It, it freaks me out. Um. But I also understand that we're living in some different times right now. So it's just like, is it time for us to even change how we see things or how we adapt or whatever it's called um, or not even play a part? But again, I don't think nobody should be made to feel bad that they want to run their organization the way they want to. Any thoughts? Um, yeah, I, I feel like I, I agree. Um, but speaking of like freedoms... Have you guys seen like this article about certain people being banned from Facebook for, I believe, I guess Facebook wants to call it like hate speech. Um, So I know one person in particular was Louis Farrakhan being banned. I'm not as familiar with the other two um, people that were banned. Oh, it's a couple of people. 
Oh, it was okay. a number of people. So in addition to Louis Farrakhan, it was the honorable right the honorable minister, minister Louis Farrakhan. Go ahead. Thank you. So put that on there. Respect on his name. Put I some respect on my name. So <laughs> I want to respond so bad, but I'm not. I'm just gonna let that go. So in addition to Minister Farrakhan, also right wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones, also other extremists Milo Yiannopoulos, Laura Loomer, and Joseph Watson, who works for InfoWars. I have no clue what InfoWars is. Um, are they all colonizers? They're, they are all right-wing extremists. So they're all colonizers. Go ahead. So also Paul Nealon, who is a white supremacist, oh, wow. um, who ran for Congress in 2016 and 2018 and lost both times. Um, so also the group InfoWars lost its Facebook account. And those people also lost access to Instagram. Like but, they lost their Instagram accounts, which is also owned by Facebook. But here's the thing. I feel like there's a difference between a white supremacist group and something that what Minister Louis Farrakhan is doing. Like to me, he doesn't preach hate. So I'm just kind of confused. So in this We got to put we got to put says, L on. It said on. that Facebook are it was on timeout. Jeez. So, sorry. So world, world, we're going to get this together. Been, Go. We've always been individuals or organizations that promote or engage in violence and hate, regardless of ideology. Facebook said in a statement, according to The Verge, the process for evaluating potential violators is extensive, and it is what led us to our decision to remove these accounts today. Facebook bans dangerous individuals and organizations that engage in violence or have an ideology that attacks individuals based on race, religion, ethnicity, or sexual orientation. Mm. A Facebook spokesperson told CNN that the company undertakes a lengthy review process before a ban, looking at factors such as whether someone has called for violence and whether they use hateful slurs to describe themselves in their about section. Hmm. Well, what hateful so, slurs did Louis Farrakhan use? I don't know. I don't know. I well, feel like nothing recent. I feel like, and I know this probably isn't the most PC thing, but um, as much as you know, the right alt spew whatever they're saying, I kind of feel like okay, if you're going to. I just don't know if I believe in censoring people. Like, no matter how much I disagree with what you're saying, I feel like you have the right to express that. See, people think so, they got too many rights. Nah, fuck that. People got to, people think they got too many but, rights. But that was what this country was built on. The country no, this was country built wasn't on built on that shit. This country was built for people to sit up there and overcome and take and for for colonizers to come in and and make rules that benefit them. Right. That shit was right. not for and everybody else. That right, and that was for them. But, for them. So there don't be some like people had rights and shit. No, no, no. But, it's a certain group that right. had rights. I know, exactly. I know that doesn't pertain I get upset. to us. I'm sorry, guys. But. <laughs> I know that doesn't pertain to us, but I feel like it don't pertain to us at all. If you censor one person, then you have to censor everybody. 
And who has that kind of time? Like, and I'm still, I'm like you, KB. I'm trying to understand why was Minister Farrakhan singled out when I feel like there are other groups out there who say way more controversial things and have done way more controversial things than he has done. Because well, I don't know of anything recently that he's done that would cause waves with somebody. So it's like, what's the justification of him being banned? But check this out. So did you guys see in the news? Um, I saw the article this week, so I'm not sure if it just happened this past week. But the gentleman that evidently threatened um, President Barack Obama and... Um, uh, what we call our auntie Maxine Walters. So waters, waters. Excuse me, waters. You get your damn internet together. So anyway, oh hush. Um, so they. Damn. So 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 he actually Don't got because you know her name. But I do know her name. I mean, I know enough. Whatever. Shade. I know. I ain't, gonna, know I ain't said that whole. She don't know about this goddamn story. You but don't anyway. Know <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Was it? It wasn't. This bitch over here blinking steel eyes. Shut up. So anyway. <laughs> so anyway, what I was saying was that um, the guy ended up getting, I want to say, four years. That's it? He got four years. Yeah. And. He said that he just got upset every time that he would see things on the news and what he saw on social media, and he should really just stay off of social media. But he would, you know, call these people and said he going to hang a noose around them. I mean, old boy was wilding. So my thing is, like, when you talk about censoring, it's a lot of fucking, like, you need to censor your goddamn president, your current president. That bitch exactly. should be censored. Exactly. So we're going to take Minister Louis Farrakhan off of Facebook, bitch, President, I don't even want to call his ass president. Um, clown, forty-five, cl- 45, 45 AKA Agent clown, Orange, AKA fiasco. Oh, I like that. <laughs> like all of that. Like that's actually a good one. That was a really good one. Wait, toupee fiasco. Toupee fiasco. fiasco. Sorry, Lupe. We we love you though. <laughs> so anyway, um, I think his ass should be off. So I. Spread the love if we gonna do that, but I just don't think that Minister Farrakhan and like you say, maybe it was like in the past he probably talked a little bit more crazy. I don't really think he talked that crazy today. Like I think I he mean be... exactly. Yeah. So he's an old man. Well, not old man, but he's older. I bet and you he's calmed down a lot. He's mm-hmm. calmed down a whole lot. He has calmed yeah. down a lot, and I think that's with anybody, right? You learn. You grow. As you get older. Yeah, yes. as you get older, you learn and you grow. You're not going to talk the same way you did 10 years ago. And if you are, then it's probably a problem with you. Um, but we should see some evolution. And I just feel like that was something for them to be like, well, we're going to take off all of these colonizers. We got to go get one of theirs. So let's go ahead and get Louis Farrakhan. But anyway, so that's how I feel about that situation. I'm not happy. So while we up here, you know, talking about people being censored, I think we probably need to be um, on watch too for some crazies that pop up. Um, I heard some some craziness in Chicago popping off. Uh, Shug, you want to tell us about this? Yeah, so I saw an article. Um, well, it looks like this article was published on April 16th. So this is a couple of weeks ago now. But 
there turns out that there may be a serial killer who is targeting black women in Chicago. So, what? yeah. So, um, the Chicago Police Department and FBI are investigating these unsolved murders, and they've taken place over the past 20 years. And they're trying to determine if it's one particular serial killer or if it's multiple. But um, when they were looking at the data, there was um, a number of instances that were the same. Like, they're all strangulations. They took place on the south side and the west side. All the victims were women, and more than three-quarters of them were African-American. So it seems like somebody has been out there doing this for quite a while, and now the Chicago Police Department is finally starting to pay attention. But I feel like this is something that is larger than just what's going on in Chicago. I feel like Black women are kidnapped, or we turn up missing, or, you know, we're murdered, and it doesn't seem to get the same national attention as it does for, you know, other races. So I'm trying to figure out, well, we know why that is, but it's just like... trying to figure out nothing, right? Oh, okay. We know why that is, but it's just like, why is this now just becoming a thing? Like, 20 years and nobody has putting this together? But no, Chicago police evidently figure out what what crimes they want to solve. Like, we've seen this too, right? Jackie Smollett. Yes. (laughs) Oh, they figured that shit out ASAP. ASAP. Right, exactly. Right? I'll figure that out with quickness. And this is 20 years in the making, and you're just now connecting the dots? <laughs> I'm They're saying. just not doing it. They just now care. No, they don't care. I don't know about caring, or is it, oh, now somebody just, a, a, a light bulb went off and said, oh, wait a minute. We've been looking at this all wrong. Or maybe the right person got into the office. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about caring. I Okay, maybe somebody does care. I should stop being such a... Pessimistic. I don't yeah, think I always her. walk around that way, but it's just about stuff like this. But anyway, like, maybe somebody does now care. Maybe I just think maybe the right person has come into the office. And, I, and that's where, you know, I know midterm elections are coming up in different cities and in parts of the state, like, pay attention. No, not midterm. Midterm elections just happened. Well, we like, got elections coming up. We're about to have real elections in 2020. No, we like, have elections coming up in May here in, on, on the, the city, city of Philadelphia. The city-wide. Oh, thank, thank you. My apologies. May 21st. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. What that is that? straight, boo. You know... I don't live in Philadelphia. My apologies. That's why I said certain cities and stuff. Oh, my bad. I missed that part. Proceed. <laughs> Sugar, I just got goddamn permission to move forward. So anyway. Shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, just pay attention to who y'all putting in these positions and in offices. I mean, when you get the opportunity, like she's saying, we have big elections coming up. Um, but pay attention to the small ones, too. Because it should I mean, I don't want to be negative, but don't we tell people to pay attention to elections all the goddamn time? We do. And niggas don't be paying attention? I think, I think and a people are rolling over in the it, grave. Don't worry about it. A bigger part of it is, is that people pay attention to national elections, which is cool. We need people to show up and show out for national elections, but your city elections... Way more important. 
way more important because and they touch you. On your they, life. Yes, they touch you on a everyday basis. So, like, who the mayor of your city is has more of a major impact than who the president is. Like, for instance, Baltimore. We were just in the national limelight because our mayor got caught up in a scandal with some books that she wrote, and it blew up in her in her face because um, it just wasn't a good look. She didn't do what she was supposed to do, and she had to resign. So that's embarrassing. Oh, she resigned? On, yeah, she resigned. Wow. Um, so that's embarrassment on a national level but that's why you have to to take a look and really do your research on these candidates when they're running for office because it's like Baltimore already doesn't have the greatest reputation but here it is now that's something that people can throw back in our face so please go out and vote please do your research before you vote you owe it to yourself and your children to, True to do that story. Yeah. so as we're talking about crazies walking around and doing crazy stuff. Um, they were going to lighten it up a bit and talk about maybe some crazy dates that we've had. <laughs> I don't have crazy we've been dates. here forever. No, I want to, no, oh, relationships, dates, all of those things. I don't have too much because I have been off the market from 2003 until 2015. So I had been like not knowing what was happening in real life. And when I got lucky. out of here, no, yeah, man, no, wait, I don't, yeah, it was lucky. But when I got out of here, I was just like, what in the hell is happening? So <laughs> the maybe bullshit. the bullshit. Wait, now you see I, what we were talking about. Yo, I don't, I don't wish this shit on nobody. Um, <laughs> this is the divorce, the divorcee of the group, one of the two, but right. I had been out the game for a very long time. So no, yeah, I didn't know what was happening and shit. I was in college. So mm-hmm. I literally was dating my ex from yeah. college until like I just said, um, 2015 and divorce finalized in 2017. So I didn't know what the hell was happening out here in the world. But uh, y'all go ahead and, and enlighten me on some stories, and I guess I can share one, but y'all might think it was is punk, because it was simply, oh, and it was in your city. Well, both of y'all city, D.C., kind of. Um, oh, boy. True. Yeah. Oh, boy, like. Wait, when were you in D.C.? Oh, was that DC. one. Yes, yes, yes. Um. <laughs> that one. And I went out on a date. I mean, mind you, the guy is like six years my senior. I feel like you should be really establishing together. That means nothing, boo. Well, wait. That means the nightmare. The nightmare in it all. We went to Cheesecake yeah. Factory for dinner. I like Cheesecake Factory. But no, okay. no, that shit was a nightmare. Who takes me to Cheesecake Factory for dinner? I I would enjoy that, but okay. oh, uh, uh-uh. uh, don't do that. Not everybody knows that you're real sadity, KB. <laughs> well, I'm, it's not I'll even sadity. It's like I like it. good food. Are we really gonna take me to Cheesecake Factory for good food? Yeah. If I go to New York to eat, like, why are you gonna take me to Cheesecake? Where Factory? would you have liked to have gone, KB? I mean, I don't live DC in DC, so not New York, huh? 
Where okay. would you have wanted to go? Y'all be acting it's like y'all got good food there. Factor. Don't y'all act like y'all got good food there? Yeah, it's some good spots in D.C. We okay. do have good food here. We got good food in Philly, so all I'm saying is that I shouldn't have been at the Cheesecake Factory. So you wanted him to put a little more thought So were you saying you it. didn't want to go to a chain restaurant? No chain restaurants. Do... Anybody out there in the world, if you so ever want to date me, honest, wait, oh, wait, I'm putting out a, a I'm putting out a I'm putting out a public announcement. Took you in Virginia. Um, L, I'm doing a public announcement real quick. Mm. If you want to take KB out on a date, do not take me to a yes. chain restaurant. That's it. Go ahead, proceed. Do hey, not take and you where? to a chain Don't take restaurant. Her to a chain. Yeah, and this is Suge. Okay. Suge likes to eat, so Suge I mean, really don't so care. Listen. If anyone wants to take L out, you can take me to a chain restaurant, but not something like Red Lobster. I'm fine with <laughs> you cheesecake bitches. Like, give me all the cheddar biscuits. I don't like eating that Red Lobster because I got sick there, but give me the cheddar biscuits. <laughs> Pass them this way. So, hey, anybody out there, if you ever meet me, we're having a live show. I think I'm the most easygoing one out of the group. I'm not <laughs> hard not to please. <laughs> I'm not hard to please at all. I'm just saying, like, if you want to take me out, like, we could even go to the strip club. I have gone to a date at the strip club before. Wait, a date at the strip club? Yes, I had a Was ball. it a first date? It was. What? Oh, my God. Who goes on a first that? date to the strip club? Like, unless you're from Atlanta. Wait, What? <laughs> this was a Baltimore, I, wasn't it? No, yeah. no, this was a it Baltimore, was a Baltimore. Wasn't it? Yeah, I know it, it was. It okay, was tell the story. Tell the story. Of course, it was. Y'all went downtown. Y'all went to North Rays. Yeah. Did y'all go to Normal Rays? No. How you know? You been to Normal Rays? Oh. 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 Right. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Don't I'm worry about I'm that. I'm assuming that's a strip club in Baltimore. Don't okay, go. <laughs> I know some things. So we um, I met this guy. We were talking <laughs> on Facebook, and um, like we just ended up exchanging phone numbers or whatever. He hit me up and was like, you know, yo, what are you doing? I was like, yeah, I just really got home from work. So he was like, you know, um, you want to get together or whatever? I was like, yeah, you know, that's cool. He was like, you know, where do you want to go? So I was like, you know, I'm pretty much open to anything. So he threw out the strip club as a joke. But I was like, oh, okay, cool. We could do that. <laughs> so we went to the strip club, got some drinks. Um, and he went to the ATM and gave me dollars so that I could tip the dancers. And they were so nice. Like, there was this one girl. Yes, that's a good date. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what I was, was waiting on. Yeah, it was fun. It was, like, really fun. It was laid back. We were did laughing, ever, joking. Wait, pause. Did y'all ever go on another date? Uh, no. We so smashed the, the, the moral of the story. Here's the take. That's, that's, that's smashed a couple of times. Here. Oh, y'all oh. smashed. Wait a minute. Y'all smashed. Was it good? That's what I... I want to hear. Now this is getting good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, we, see, didn't, we didn't smash that. Actually, no, I take that back. We did smash that night. Um, <laughs> well, you had been having ass and pussy in your face. I guess that's what happens. I mean, hey, you only live once. Um, but yeah, it was cool. It was a very sexually arousing date. Yeah. So I mean, and you know, I'm I'm. I'm pretty much the lightweight of the group. 
I would say out of Listen, the three. I just want to make sure that he gave me some dollars. Yeah. Like he he gave me all the dollars. He was just like, you know, do do whatever. So I was tipping the girls. You know, we were talking to them, having a conversation. Me and him were flirting back and forth. I was feeling good. And uh yeah, we smashed. We smashed a couple of times before he got on my nerves and I was like, Okay, I'm tired of you. Next. And Oh, and I know was- who that is. Oh, yeah, I didn't know that was the first date. Yeah, that was the first date. Wow. So yeah. the moral of the story is don't okay. go on a first date to the strip club. Go Interesting. ahead. Interesting. You can't well, that's not my lifestyle anymore. Yeah. I shut all of that down. But um yeah, I don't regret <laughs> it. It so, was good. But what's a nightmare date? We're talking about nightmare dates. Mine was Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> so a nightmare date. Like, I don't have, like, nightmare so dates. Go ahead. Nobody asked Elle, but she was going to jump in. Go ahead. <laughs> I have a nightmare date. So yeah, I, have- I met this guy. Okay, you want, met this want. guy. So I met this guy on a dating app. And... Please strike one. We initially had made plans to go. Don't do that. We had initially, I actually paused. Thank you. So he and I actually had made plans to go out to dinner. And no, 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 I take that back. We had made plans to go to happy hour and to have a drink. And I let him pick the spot. So I was like, okay, whatever. So we went. He told the waitress to see us at a table. I was like, okay. We're not going to sit at the bar. That's cool. So he ordered an appetizer and an entree. I just ordered an entree. So the conversation was going good. It was fine. Oh, let me preface this by saying when we first met each other at the restaurant, he was like, work may call, so I might have to step out for a minute. So it's like, okay, no problem. So we finished our meals. He's like, do you still want to get that drink? So I was like, sure. I was excited. To me, that signified that he was having a great time. So the waiter came back, and I put in my drink order, and he's like, oh, this is work calling. I was like, oh, well, what do you want to drink? He's like, oh, I'll get it when I come back. So I was like, no. So I'll phone out, check to see if I have any messages, my emails, whatever. Like two or three minutes text me says, like I said, thanks for dinner. The next meetup is on me. Oh, and no. The check. And what? Yes. Oh, that guy. He stiffed me with the check. Free and out. That's yeah. No fun. Mm. Did he eat the food? Yep. Oh, he did yep. eat the food. Did you hear anything? Yeah, he had an appetizer and an entree. I just thought he ordered it and then got the call. No, because I didn't respond back to him. I canceled my... No, he ordered it and ate. He had an appetizer and an entree. I just want to put that out there and ran out on the check. So did you ever hear back from him? So yeah, I hope, that, I hope the hell one. not. No, never heard from him. Good, good no, job. No, because I didn't reply back to him. I just let right. it go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't text him back. I canceled my drink order, paid the bill, which was only $40. Like, it wasn't even that expensive. So, and then there's this little cupcake shop that was in the shopping center next to the restaurant. So, I went and got myself two cupcakes for dessert, and I drove my ass home. <laughs> and that's how you do it. Oh, my gosh. This this is what makes me fearful of dating. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
So let's see. Nightmare day. I haven't had. And if, if you want more detail, not shameless plug. We can't hear you no way. So it is, <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't hear the details of this date because uh, we can't hear you. Okay. Moving along. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Delete. Uh, um, Shug, what is it? <laughs> I like that. I like how you did that. Thank you. So, um, no. So I, I haven't had... So the first date with this guy was cool. Like, we actually met up at IHOP. It was like a breakfast date. So that was cool. I was like, oh, that's different. So met up, ate breakfast, good conversation. Like, he even brought me flowers on the first date. So it was like, he was he was killing this date. So I was like, okay, cool. So the second time we went out, we went to go see, um, what was that movie, that Tyler Perry movie? Um, Acrimony. Mm-hmm. So... Um, before the date, you know, I wanted to go see that movie and I couldn't pronounce it. I just was going, you know, but go ahead. I'm going to pray for you. (laughs) I'm going to pray for you in your spirit. Good. So we saw the movie, but even before the movie, he was saying something. He was like, yeah, you know, I've just been going through a lot with my family or whatever. So he was talking about getting a room. And saying something about he doesn't want to do anything. He just wants to cuddle. So I was like. (laughs) The cuddle line. Go. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So I'm just like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Because I don't know you. Um, We haven't established that kind of rapport. So we went to see the movie or whatever. And it was like we were sitting in my car. We were talking. He gave me. um, I think this had to be right around Easter, like right before Easter of last year or something, because he gave me this Easter bunny. So I was like, oh, it's so cute. Wait, so, an Easter bunny like a stuffed animal? Yeah, a stuffed animal. Bitch, I wish you would. I wish <laughs> somebody would bring me a goddamn stuffed animal when I'm 37 <laughs> years old. What? True what? story. I thought it was cute. So <laughs> anyway, so um, I wasn't exactly ready for the date to end, but he said something. He was like, okay, well, you know, good night. And he ended up getting out of the car. So he called me or he texted me later after I got back home and he was like, yeah, you know, I thought that you were going to go to the hotel with me. I don't want to, you know, necessarily have sex, but I just want to, you know, spend time with you. Like, I just want to cuddle, all this other type of stuff. Like, and he just got weird. So after that, he would like make plans for dates. Like it would be very sporadic. It'd be like, Oh, what are you doing? I want to see you. And finally he would get on my nerves and I'd be like, okay, fine. We could go meet up for drinks. Then he would back out at the last minute. And then it was just like, he fell off the face of the earth. Then like three months later, he popped back up and was like, I was going through some things. I didn't want to tell you, um, what was going on. I didn't know how to let you know I was hurting. Like, you know that episode of Insecure where that mofo disappeared and then he just popped back up? Yeah. It was around that same time. So I was like, this nigga's watching Insecure and he took this storyline and he trying to flip it on me. So I'm like, I saw that episode. Like, you're not slick. So, um, 
Like, and we would text each other here or there. So I wasn't really all that into him. So, you know, I didn't take it personally. But I'm just like, if you're going to ghost, ghost. Like, stay gone. Don't come back. Oh, God. Okay. So he was like, yeah. It was it was just so freaking weird. Oh, God. So you mentioned hotels and something popped in my head. I guess it, I don't consider it a date, though. But no judge. No judgment zone. Okay? Ready? No huh? judgment. So this guy, I've known him since like junior high or high school. I, I, I'm gonna say high school. The motherfucker done known me for a long time because I guess he just, oh my god, Kareem, I mean, oh my god, KB, I've been so into you. So anyway, so I finally was like, okay, we can kick it or whatever. I'm, I'm down in the hometown. I'm in the FLA, and um, he was living with his parents. I know. I'm like 35 at this point. I'm di- I'm almost divorced. I guess I'm divorced. I'm gonna say I was divorced. So, um, I'm divorced, and you know we meet up, and I don't know how this happened. I'm not really sure, but anyway, we end up at a hotel. But the shit was not a hotel, bitch. It was like a motel. Like, mm-hmm. and y'all know how particular I am about clothes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Very I'm looking so. in this motel like, am I going to lay here? But because I love oral sex performed on me, oh, y'all, Lord. I literally laid in this bed. Did that, you put any towels down? I don't think so. I didn't get anything. I didn't get, you know, but I was just so like, I'm just going to let him eat it anyway. And, gracious. and I mean, he's a beast at it. But the mm. thing was that I was just like in a roach motel. Like it was, I never saw roaches, but the shit just looked like a roach motel. And, and I was like, I can't believe he took me here. Like you're not getting ass. Like you literally are gonna eat it, and we're gonna walk away from the situation. And that's what I did. Womp, womp. Oh, I'm like a dude. Like I got that shit. It was like all right, and I got up and, and left. Like oh, got to go. Um. My mama see waited on me. You. No, no, no. My mama <laughs> waited on me. <laughs> really? You blamed it on your mama? My, really? mama, Lord, my mama looking for me. So, I but I, that, I, there wasn't no date because we didn't actually go out and date. But, I mean, I did end up at a Roach Motel. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. That would have been like, a no for me. I would have been like, we could do this in a car. Like, <laughs> in a car? In a car. Don't judge me. Don't judge Listen, me. Don't I'm not judging. I'm not judging. No judgment. Oh my god. But at least I know where I know. Like I feel more comfortable in the car because I know my ass has been in here. So I'm just saying. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. So these are a couple of good stories. I think we can keep going and thinking up stuff. So we'll we'll pause for here. And at this point, L, I'm gonna let you. Talk like this is kind of crazy. We can't have these kind of conversations and start talking about women that are power movers and shit. Like I just ended with, <laughs> no, bitch. I, mean, I was I at the motel just to get my coochie ate. Like, come on, <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. But listen, that's what happens. Not saying that's what happens in the lives of these women that I'm about to talk about. But black women are multifaceted. Okay, yeah. like we do, we do a Amazing lot of stuff. shit. Yeah. Um, Saying we're multifaceted, we're not monolithic. Amen. That's all I have to say. So, 
So, and as a former pageant queen, I'm super, super excited about the I Am Woman Hear Me War segment for today. Um, as we all know, like Black Twitter has lit up like a Christmas tree because for the first time in history, Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, and Miss America are all Black women. And yes. so but wait, I'm wait, I'm sorry, pause. Are they black? Yes. Are they black like this or black like this? Go. That was Here Funky Dineva say shout out to Funky Dineva. But uh, are they black like this or black like okay, go ahead. Sorry. I can't stand you. So Miss Teen USA is from Connecticut. Miss USA is a full-time attorney from North Carolina. And Miss America, where is Miss America from? I don't know, but she black too. I don't know what state she's representing. And she's gorgeous. Yeah, they all are. They They all are. are. And like, honestly, what I love even more about Miss Teen USA is that she wore her natural hair. Come on, curls. Yes. (laughs) Is absolutely beautiful. Gorgeous. Yes. To the audience, like you all will probably never see what KB Suge and I look like. Um, but we are all natural black women. We all wear natural hair. So to see this young girl be so confident and to wear her natural curls, like I'm just in awe of her. Like she's beautiful. Her hair is beautiful. Like I'm just excited. And then a friend of mine on Facebook shared that when her daughter saw her win, she was like, mommy, she looks like me. Aww. And to know that there are little girls looking up to her and knowing that they're beautiful and they can look on TV, they can look at a pageant and see themselves, like, to me, that's just amazing. And I think it's beautiful. And I can't wait to see what these three queens do over the next year during their reign. Can I just say I hope my daughter never wants weave? Now, listen, there's nothing wrong with the weave. Okay. I said, let me, let me, let me say that again. I, I hope that my daughter never wants a weave. Okay. Go ahead. Proceed. I mean, that's it. That's all I got. Um, (laughs) also, that's all I have. Do we have, did we check the, the email this week? I don't think we did. So typically what would happen in the future is, is that we want to hear from our listeners. We want to hear from you all. So if you have a question, if you need some advice, or if you just want to share how we make you feel our warm and fuzzy inside and you love listening to us, please share your, your comments and your emails because we would love to hear from you. And like, hopefully, you know, we'll share your email on the, on the podcast with our other listeners. That'd be dope. We also have the all black everything segment um, that we're definitely want to get up and going. We have an opportunity just to kind of showcase something Shug found today though uh, so if you have a business, um, Black-owned, please do also email us at femnoirfiles at gmail.com. That's F-E-M-M-E-N-O-I-R-F-I-L-E-S, Files. But, Shook, share us with that, that what's happening. At with, gmail.com. At gmail.com. You got to say the email. I said it the first time. Did you? Play okay, it perfect. back. Shook, what did I say the first time? Um, so... All black everything. Um, yeah, look, 
Okay, I'm trying to make sure I get this right. And actually, this news came out last year, so I don't know what's up with that. But um, turns out that Diddy and Jay-Z were working on an app that would showcase that they are going to highlight Black-owned and Black-friendly businesses in any given city. So let's say you're on a road trip from D.C. to L.A. Like, there's supposed to be an app that will show you all of the local Black-owned businesses that are near you. So hopefully, um, you know, if you guys submit your information about your business, then maybe Jay-Z and Diddy will highlight you on this app. So send us your info. Please and thank you. There's some other apps that came out that's supposed to be similar to that that um, I hope that they can get this off the ground so that we can really utilize this in every every city and state. Um, I know Killer Mike has the Black Fridays happening where he's advertising, you know, encouraging people to support a black business on a Friday. So that's an ongoing effort as well. So keep that in mind um, too. So we just kind of want to end on a couple of notes. If you guys enjoyed the opening song that was by the homie Royce Hall. Uh, you can find her on Instagram, Royce Hall. She's dope as hell. We all know her. Uh, we went to she. We all went to college together, actually, on the highest of seven hills. Um, so you can find her on Instagram at I am Royce Hall. So please, please. Give her a shout out. She's dope. I mean, poet, musician, actor, um, black trans advocacy rising star. Like she's just dope. Based out of, um, I guess, hailing out of Maryland originally, but um, based out of Atlanta right now. So again, if you like those um, that song, please do hit her up and tell her you you heard it on Fem Noir Files. The name of that song. It's called Shooting Star. So, again, give her a shout-out. I am Royce Hall. I'll let you take it away. All right. Thanks, guys, for joining us for another edition of the Femme Noir Files. If you want to follow us on social media, we're on Instagram under Femme Noir Files and our Facebook page and our website will be up and running very soon. So, until next time, see you later. Bye.